There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to 17 Questions, the podcast where we ask 17 weird and wonderful questions to a guest weird and wonderful enough to join us. This week on the podcast, we have everyone because this is the final episode of 17 Questions Season 3. Fret not, there will be a season but for this episode we thought we would take a trip down memory lane and enjoy some of the conversations that we had with some of our previous guests. That includes, of course, fitness guru Rob Eads, Too Hot to Handle's Chloe and Nicole, radio host and DJ Ariel Free, fitness and family influencer Carly Rowena, comedian Josh Berry, lifestyle influencer M. Sheldon, TV host and personality Luke Franks, model and designer Chloe Lloyd, TikToker and model Ariel Tara, model and activist Rain Dove, alongside content creating partner Kelsey Ellison, influencer and artist Ariel Lindsay, true crime YouTuber Georgia Marie, and book TikToker Abby's Books. But kicking us off, it will be none other than the TikTok phenomenon himself, Kyle Thomas. When people come to you for help, what do they usually want help with? Um, so normally, with like academic things i'm always going for the help to someone <laughs> but then when people come to me for help it's definitely like well it's either animals because they know i've got experience with that or it would be like social media a lot of my social media friends would sort of ask like is your account doing bad what do i do or like things like that but um yeah i don't i don't get loads of people coming to me for help i get quite a lot of my family members coming to me to make videos for their friends kids to say hi with my animals but yeah not too much help (laughs) if you could write a law that everyone had to obey what law would you create it would be speed lanes on pavements 100 percent, no doubt i think that would make everyone's world better my mind has just been blown (laughs) yeah if you're chilled like i'm i'm not one or the other normally i'm probably rushing around but sometimes i don't feel like rushing around and then I'm kind of conscious that there's people behind me rushing. Yeah. So it's a problem for both ends. Yeah, yeah. That's quite an altruistic take. Initially, I, I would have thought just like, because everybody's in the way, man. Yeah, but yeah, then there's yeah. also a thing of like, because I don't want to be in the way, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a, what, a, what a sweetie pie. What are your most, most important rules when going on a date? That's a good one. 
Mm. I don't really actually know myself. I normally turn up, fall in love, get me heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening, uh, take caution with these yeah. with these tips. Yeah. Um, I would say if he's actually talking to you and asking you questions and showing genuine interest that's something to definitely look look out for because it's quite easy to to go on a date with someone have a couple of drinks with them and then for them to just be flirting with you non-stop and then you think oh my god it's going really well but actually he's just spent the whole time looking at your tits yeah so in terms of like when you go on a date like I always offer to pay because yeah. I don't I hate girls who think that the lads should always pay like no second offer even if they're like no at least you've offered and you're kind so I think that is a rule that everyone should have always offered to pay yeah I pay for one he pays for one I pay for one he yeah pays for one. and do you yeah. know what 99% of the time they're like no and I'm like all right but I, I want to what was the strangest cultural difference you noticed moving from Scotland to England uh people strangers don't speak to you in the street uh, or public transport um, and I learned that by always having conversations mm-hmm. with people like in cabs and buses and being met with very strange um, looks and silence. So, yeah, um, my thing that I miss most is that random um, communication with strangers or people. And, you know, if, I don't know. I'm not saying that London isn't friendly, um, but people are more private. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, the, I definitely got the gift of gab from being a Glaswegian and I think uh, that is an element of home that I always miss. What's the most unexpected thing you learned from getting married and having a child? Ooh, God, that covers a lot. Um, Most unexpected thing I learned from getting married is that, I don't know why, but people think when you get married, it's going to change everything. It doesn't. It's a mega amazing party that you remember very fondly, but it doesn't change anything about your relationship. And I think so many people think a wedding is going to be like, ah, this new thing. But no, it really does just become like a a hangover memory where you're like, that was really epic. Um, And from becoming a mum, having a child, your vagina does go back to normal. There you go. That's probably... (laughs) I told you it wouldn't be long before I said that word. Um, Yeah, I would say everyone thinks it won't, but it will. So that's a good thing I've learned. What do you think? I always... always, Sorry, just on that. I always think like if an alien did come, I would want to... I feel like James Acaster is the closest voice we have to what an alien would sound like. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I do. (laughs) Do you think he would sound like James Acaster? I think, no, 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 but just because he's the weirdest voice I can think of. Do you know what I mean? If like a green alien came out of the shed and was like, Ah, oh, nice to meet you, James Acaster here, fair play. You'd be like, yeah, I, that, that to me, of all the, I, fair, it's a human voice, right? But of all the human voices I can think of, that one makes the most sense to me. As a child, what did you think would be awesome about being an adult, but isn't as awesome as it turned out to be? <laughs> I think as a child, I based my life on Britney Spears. I thought that I would be driving in a soft top with long blonde hair and being a singer. And I just thought like, I never used to think as a child, like, oh, the weather gets bad or you have to pay bills. I just thought, well, you you just grow up and you're just a pop star like Britney Spears in a soft top. And then obviously life is just not like that. What are your most important rules when going on a date? That is a good question. Um, I haven't been on date for a little while, but when it was, it was 
I think a good thing to think of is that you can have, you can definitely have fun anywhere. Like I've been to some rubbish bars and if you're with the right person, like you can laugh about it being rubbish. You know, it's like, I remember used to get, I used to get like really like sort of stressed about, oh, like going to the right place and a place they'll like and, and you know, like, am I going to need to book a table and what time should I go and all that stuff? And it's like, actually, I don't, I'll, on a date, from my experience, which may or may not be good advice, um, I don't think you, it doesn't matter where you go, just like have have fun when you're there. If it's rubbish, laugh about it being rubbish or, you know, just just make the situation fun. I reckon it's a good rule. So if everyone needs a date having fun, even if you're not meant to be together forever, like worst case, new friend, had had a fun time rather than trying to make it like, the perfect date whatever that is you know what's the best creative advice you've ever received i guess to be yourself fully because then you can never be unhappy with anything because as soon as you start trying to be someone else or put a different face on or what even wear things that aren't actually things that you like you, you will lose a bit of yourself in it and you're never actually gonna the work probably won't do as well as long as you're true to yourself, even if it doesn't do well, at least you knew it was you. Because mm-hmm. I think that you can definitely lose yourself in trying to be someone or be cool or do what's on trend. So if you just be yourself, then you're always going to attract the right people or even on the social media, the right followers. If you could write a law that everybody had to obey, what law would you create? Oh, I like this one. I would tell people... Okay, I actually, it would, be, it would go between two of them. Stop being so negative and mind your business. Because <laughs> that's where a lot of problems stem from. I feel like some people are, just can't help but be a Karen and they get all up in people's business and then it starts a whole, a whole problem there. So it would be that. And I feel like people just in general shouldn't be negative like try and focus on the positive aspect of life you know because you know if you're always thinking about negative things and always talking about negative things you're going to attract that into your life and that's not that's not cool you know make your life easier when people come to you for help what do they usually want to help with Mm. well i have this happen a lot on my platform yeah most people want help with coming out um about their sexuality or their identity or sometimes figuring out their sexuality or identity so i end up talking to a lot of people about like how to come come out out. yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i come to you for help with the dishes (laughs) because i hate them i hate getting my hands wet i think so far that's the first introduction that we've had as somebody uh introducing themselves as an artist which i thought was quite cool yeah i feel like the term influencer there's just a lot of like i don't know it's just some people put a bad rep to like on the word so i don't like to say like hi i'm an influencer but i do social media for a living but also it's not like just that like it's deeper than that um Mm. So I would say like, yeah, I'm an artist. Like I make things. I just basically, my like job is creating things, whether it's like dancing or painting or content. So mm. modern yeah. day Renaissance woman. She does all the things. <laughs> all the things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> In your group of friends, what role do you play? Oh, I'm definitely the mum. I like, I'm always always the bag with everything in it. I hold people's stuff. I like look out for everyone. <laughs> I'm always like one of the least drunk ones, making sure that everyone else like gets home safe. I've just got to make sure that everyone else is like safe. Okay. 
Yeah. That's interesting. So you're like, you're like the responsible one. Yeah. I, I like to think so anyway. They might not agree, but I definitely think I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your first fictional crush? Fictional crush that I can remember was probably Michael from The Princess Diaries. He was like the friend's older brother. So that's just, you know, all even Dimitri from Vampire Academy, I was obsessed with him as well. So I, I don't know, just drawn to certain type of men, obviously. <laughs> the men that I liked at the time. What's the through line? I'm thinking like the vampire one is like, is does he have like a dark streak? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, he has a very dark turn in the book as well. And I did enjoy that storyline a lot. It was also quite, quite scary. I don't know, just alluring, I guess. Why must all good things come to an end? And that was the end to season three of 17 Questions. Of course, we'll be back for a season four, so fret not. However, in the meantime, if you haven't done so already and you're feeling generous, please drop us a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choosing. We hope you enjoyed listening to this season of 17 Questions as much as we enjoyed making it. See you soon for season four of 17 questions. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 